Well, I counted up. It's well, it's recording now. So. <laughs> Welcome to the Bob motherfucker <laughs> the, the, the Bob's podcast, the Hops cast. We review beer. Um, I'll try it again. Welcome to the Bounce Off, a podcast where two friends discuss film with a sprinkling of pop culture, ping pong between tip tip tops. Wow, I'm, uh, I'm out of practice. <laughs> topics and tangents. Eagerly awaiting Christmas supermarket sales. I'm your host, Clyde, aka the Fruitcake Bandit, and perpetually in the first stage of grief is my co-host, Dan in denial. How do you like that botched intro, Dan? I think I think I want to keep it. I- I'm I, I love it. it. I, I think we'll just record that, keep it, just insert it into each episode from now on. I reckon. <laughs> Bouncing that's, between that's gold right there. Tip tops, tick tocks, going around the hops, the hops <laughs> podcast, uh, <laughs> where we discuss beer and stealth. <laughs> beer and stealth. Ep- episode one: beer is still trash. See you next week. Maybe beer will stop being trash. All right, now that I've alienated all of the beer listeners, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, this week we... Powerful are, demographic. I know, right? Our only demographic, maybe. This week we're talking about Sound of Metal. The Sound of Metal? Sound of Metal. Just Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal, yeah. yeah sound yeah. of Metal, a 2019-2020-ish movie directed by Darius Marder, Marder and written by Darius and Abraham Marder. Uh, the cast oh. includes uh, Riz Ahmed as Ruben, Olivia Cook as Lou, Paul Rossi, Racy, Racy, Rachi, Rachi as Joe, uh, Lauren Ridloff as Ridloff as Diane, Matthew Amalric as Richard Berger. Berger. Yeah. You can tell yeah. I was not wearing my glasses because I butchered like every pronunciation because I couldn't see like. <laughs> L's and I's, and I'm like, what the hell does that say? <laughs> okay, so uh, when you brought this movie up, I I, I only knew it as the movie that kind of looked like Whiplash. I've not seen Same, and not... I have not, I've not seen Whiplash. <laughs> still haven't seen Whiplash. Like... <laughs> I'll watch the sequel. <laughs> Which is weird that we like, you can already compare a movie you haven't seen to another movie that you've also you also haven't seen. It's that part, it's the poster, I reckon. I reckon it's the main it's... promotional art. I feel like Whiplash also has the red text I think it does. and the black and white yeah. poster. Or like yeah. muted poster. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they the, the posters look so similar, but I I'm willing to believe Whiplash has way more drumming than this movie does. Because while this movie mm. does involve drumming, it doesn't involve as much drumming as the poster would lead you to believe. Because all I knew was like every like, I saw like a snippet, not snippet, but like um little like trailer bits on YouTube at some mm. point. And of course, all yeah. they show you in the trailer is like him drumming and being intense. And I'm like, wow, as a metalhead, I'm like. This 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 looks like it's for me. This this looks like um, finally an Oscar bait movie for metalheads. <laughs> and it turns out there's like two minutes of drumming in the whole movie. Which when he does drum, it's really it's really intense. And I'm willing to believe he's mm. actually playing the drums. Maybe. I mean, maybe you a- learn how to play the drums. I'm gonna do a quick a quick. Here we go. Quick Google search. I, I searched "Did Riz," and the first question is, "Did Riz Ahmed learn drums?" And um, the, why are they mentioning the Star Wars 
I don't care that he was in Star Wars. <laughs> okay, he, he did. The right he did. one. He he learned ah. he he learned to play drums in seven, in seven seven. Oh, if my internet was fast, this months? Would be amazing. Yes, um, seventh grade. Months. Months. <laughs> yep, he learned to play drums in seven months. Look, if somebody gave you seven months to learn an instrument and that's all you were doing, chances are you'd be pretty good at it. And he's like. Because I was watching it, and it wasn't one of those things where they're, like, fake playing an instrument, and then, like, they want you to believe. I'm like, he he's actually playing that, playing those drums really fucking hard, and I'm like, mm. respect. No, and that's I, that's pretty that's pretty awesome. I, I always respect when the actors actually learn the instruments, like, the cast of Scott Pilgrim had to actually learn to play those songs. Like, the guy who plays Stephen Stills didn't know guitar. And he didn't sing, and there he was playing guitar and singing, and then like that adds so much like authenticity to like the performance. When it's yeah, like, you know, half-ass strumming, and you're like, okay, obviously some session musicians doing that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Shall we get into the 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 plot and then thoughts? Yes, let's get into the plot. This is let's the part where like that right pre- into the plot that pre-made like transition music. Let's go. Let's get into the plot. Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. <laughs> okay, the plot. Uh, Ruben, a drummer in a noise rock metal duo with his partner Lou, uh, is touring when he suddenly begins to lose his hearing. The situation brings him to Joe, the owner of a rural recovery shelter for deaf addicts, who takes him in and helps him become a part of the deaf community, learn sign language, and become more at peace with his disability. Ruben's rage and impatience, however, have other plans. Ooh. How ominous. Very ominous. All right. So uh what did you what did you think overall as a as a film, as an experience, as a plot? How'd it go? This was a great movie, mm-hmm. I think. Yes, I of think. course I think. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, possibly, I don't know. I believe this to be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I really, I really enjoyed this. Like I, I was like, yeah, for extra added context, like I had to start this movie three times, which in a way, like I've seen it multiple times and, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and in another way I haven't, and it was kind of disjointed. It was um, <laughs> um yeah it's 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 just because of streaming problems it was just really yeah. like annoying um but i did eventually piece all the pu- the pieces of the puzzles together <laughs> yep okay uh and it was yeah no honestly it was really great like uh i feel super attached to ruben's journey mm-hmm. like I, I was like fully fully in and wanted to see what was what was going to happen and like how he was going to deal, uh, you know, with the loss of his hearing, um, and just learning as well about like the community for, uh, you know, uh, what's it called, uh, deaf uh, addicts. R- addicts. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I was going to say. Yeah, deaf drug addicts. It was yeah. just like I, I don't know. It was just like really really nice i don't uh, like i really like the like solidarity and like the the community that they had like and uh just yeah riz just killed the performance like he's just absolutely like 
just did a spectacular job. Like I could see like the struggle and like just the absolute like fear of what mm. that would do when like your passion is and your, your career. Yep. Um, the way you make the, money. What, suddenly you, just the way you make money. Yeah. You can't do that. You just have to like adapt to that. And like, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah it was just really, it was a really moving movie. And uh, yeah. No, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cool. Back to you, Clyde. Back to me. So, uh, <laughs> what did I think of this movie? I liked it. I really, I really liked it. Um, I this weird thing where, like, since the ending was kind of open ended, you know, like the ending influences. Like, did I like this movie? I'm like, yes, I did. Yeah. Maybe yeah, the ending yeah. was kind of weird, but that didn't mean the rest of the movie wasn't still good. Yeah, yeah. I, I. Hmm. Can we talk about the ending already? Oh no! You give me your more of your thoughts All before right, thoughts. we get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I did, I did like the journey because, like, it goes through all of those stages of um. There's like first, there's like the disbelief of it all. Like, like he kind of deals like you know when like you feel like maybe you're getting a bit sick, and you're like, ah, maybe I'm just imagining this. Like mm. he did that. He just kind of kept going until like um suddenly it like it became so bad that he's like this is a thing i gotta go and deal with this thing and he's just kind of like even at the like when he first goes to par- the, the pharmacy he's like all paralyzed like he's very like still like is this happening it's actually happening okay cool he just goes to all the stages mm. like all the anger and the you know the what's the word desperation trying to i guess air quote air quote fix the situation yeah, I did. I enjoyed that as just like that was the whole plot. Just a dude dealing with the cards he's been dealt, and, and not in like a um, in like a what's the word? In a pitying kind of way. Like he had tons of help. He had tons of support, which you don't always see in movies. People, movies tend to see just people just kind of dealing with it mostly on their own, and they find the answer on their own, and there's never really if they do get any help at all, it's one person saying one one phrase, or they're like, wait. Say that again. That's the answer to my problem. I'm done. But this like took a while. Mm. I think it took him like to the literal end of the movie to actually feel like okay with what's going on. Up until then, yeah, he's, he's exactly. Like fighting with everything going on and trying to fix it or change it or make things back to the way they were. And I think it kind of, I guess to me, it kind of just spoke to that whole thing in life where when there's this giant change in the status quo and people try their best to make it go back to what it was instead of trying to adapt and try to make it the mo- make the most of what it is, which I think is like, I think that's the whole theme of the movie. Just, you know, yeah, making the most of what is, not trying to go back to the way, the way things were, because every time he did, things kind of went, went like, things began to fall apart. They got way more like, um, thing for him difficult for him i really i really like this movie and actually if i I'd, I'd watch it again and again and again and again but yeah yeah i don't think it's that kind it's not of that movie. kind of movie yeah and say hey let's watch this movie that makes you paranoid about every time you put earphones in now you <laughs> dude <laughs> look headphones aren't too bad headphones aren't the worst i think earphones in ears are the are the things that that um fuck with your ears yeah. a lot Plus, yeah, we, we do we do concerts a lot. Not now, pandemic, but like we used to go to a lot of concerts. Now I'm like, when I go, I'm wearing earplugs. Fuck that shit. Really? Uh, you are? 
I'll see. I'll see how I go. I, I, I mean, I you do it. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to dissuade you. I'll try. I, I want to see. I, I want to see what it's like. What the experience is like with them. Like, the only downside is if you're standing next to somebody and they're like, "Oh my god, they're so good." You just they're like, "What?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, it's already like that in concerts though though. nothing's changed nothing's changed (laughs) the amount of times like uh what's it called um uh like we've been and i don't know we've just like said something and i've been like yeah 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 yeah, that's great yeah (laughs) i don't know what you said but it seemed positive so i'm gonna just nod man it's like, all right, we'll, we'll have a concert breakdown at the end of at the end, at the end of the night. Right now, let's just vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's get right. into. Do you have anything else to say overall, or should we just get into thoughts? Thoughts. thoughts. I, I mean, yeah, no, I guess uh, this wasn't going to be like. Yeah, I just have thoughts now. I just want to get into specifics. All right. Yeah, yeah, first yeah, things yeah. first. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it. Fuck Lou's eyebrows. I hate them so much. <laughs> Why the hell? No, no, I get it. You just not. <laughs> Let's stick with the. This is you're just not trendy, Clive. Trendy? No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Look, look. I understand. I'm I'm into I'm into alternative culture. I'm into what mm. society might lo- think looks a little bit odd mm. or a little bit weird, a little bit off kilter. But I have limits. My limits stop at that 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 trend where you shave most of your hair and keep the sideburns and you straighten the sideburns down, and that's mostly what you have. Mm, maybe not for me. Look. Good for you. You do you. Empowerment to the people, but nah, not for Clyde. Also, bleached <laughs> eyebrows—they never look good to me. They make me—they make you seem like you're already ninety <laughs> when your eyebrows are grayed out, but you're mm. not. Because the rest of your hair—you got a full head of hair, thick flowing locks, full of color and health—and your and your eyebrows <laughs> just look dead. And it makes me make—it makes it seem like you don't have eyebrows. And when people seem like they don't have eyebrows on purpose all i think of is like voldemort the fact that he has no eyebrows or like that last dragon ball z villain i don't know i just something about it just because you know the problem is mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie where he begins to deal with hearing loss lou is like the main source of like worry and when people yeah. worry they scrunch their eyebrows and she, she she kept making that face and i'm just like this would look so much better if you just had even different color, even blue, even green, <laughs> just bleach. Why? You know, she's just you no. Know, go down. <laughs> having a good time. Is she? <laughs> I don't think she actually has a good time in this whole movie. I think she's just happy. Oh no, she's happy. I'm lying. Yeah, no, they have a cute yeah. scene where they where they dance in the RV, mm. which I was like convinced movies have ruined any scenes that show intimacy that's not sex anymore because my first thought is ah oh, y'all gonna fuck now thankfully they didn't i'm kind of just tired of seeing it because it just it just it just makes things awkward what, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's this weird like prolonged shot where i'm like i don't need to see this you can imply yeah. it happened after and the same effect would happen. You ain't gotta show me. You're gonna you ain't gonna yeah. show me tasteful side boob for no damn reason. Because I <laughs> had the actors in there for an extra two hours shooting an awkward as fuck scene. <laughs> now I gotta yeah. see two. I'm glad they just showed them dancing and chilling and you never just see couples in movies just vibing 
and just not doing much. They're just standing in their RV and they're dancing. He's doing like goofy ass dance moves to her, and she's like, "You're a fucking idiot." Which is the most <laughs> accurate shit I've ever seen. <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, actually, nah, you know, it was cute. Yeah, for it sure. It was really cute. Yeah. Um, it made me hate her yeah. eyebrows like a bit less because he had his shadow. <laughs> he had his shadow on them, so they didn't look as bleached. <laughs> Oh God! I mean, I'm sorry to all the alt girls and guys who bleach their eyebrows and somehow watch this podcast. Watch, listen to this podcast. I love you all, but hey, sometimes you, you, some some mistakes you just can't can't agree with. The same way that I can't I can't like beer as much as anybody wants me to like beer. Hey, y'all can like beer all you want. Go go get it. But uh, beer is the bleached eyebrows of drinks. Hmm. I'll stew on that for a bit. It's an something acquired, to think about. It's an acquired taste. <laughs> you can brew on that for a bit. That's what you can do. Uh, oh, oh. Mm. Okay, okay. Get that hops. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. So the movie. Um, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Let's, let's talk go. about something that's not eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, such as I reckon. Yeah, the scene, the second performance where. Uh, Ruben is like actually has the moment where he's just like I can't do this like I can't yeah. actually c- finish this performance I reckon I just felt like I felt like I couldn't breathe like I felt that yeah. along with him like like it's just oof, that it, was rough it takes a lot for someone just to go just to walk out like he was like no can't do it I'm out and then Lou's like what the fuck like that's and he couldn't even like you can even respond. tell her yeah yeah uh that that that's painful uh, like you ain't got a pen and paper like right there to go i can't hear all you can do is like mm. yell out what's happening to him and knowing fully well that if she responds that he can't hear and he can't respond properly so it's also just saying i can't hear it doesn't matter what you say to me i think he said that a lot in the movie where it goes i don't know what you're saying dude i can't hear just i'm saying this mm. And let's make a decision because we can, we can't like it cuts out like the nuance of discussion. You can't discuss things anymore. It's like mm. going to get a coffee, cappuccino, two sugars, and then they're like almond milk or <laughs> almond milk or skinny, and they're like, I can't hear. Just just please do do, do just the thing. Do I say. what I say. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know we yeah. don't always have the luxury of having to write down what the hell's going on all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is why ASL is so powerful. Um, this movie yeah. made me made me wish that like makes me want to go like actually go like to ASL class or like yeah, wish that, same. Wish that we honestly. got taught, taught ASL in high in high school or primary school or something because now I look back on it, I'm probably never gonna learn whatever phrases of like French, Italian, or Spanish that I learned. But that but it'd be way more important if I you know we actually at uh, at work we had a. a deaf lady come in and my first thought was this would be very easy if i had asl i would have to like write down everything you could actually yeah. you know, interact in real time and understand each other and you know make them not feel like i don't know you know no i get it i get it for sure like I, yeah i think it's I think it, yeah. If we if we want to change the curriculum, yeah, let's make that change. Let's make it like you know, uh, in, like inclusive to people who like go. Oh yeah, we're gonna speak French, and just like, well, I'm gonna probably interact with more deaf people in my life than French people who can't speak English. Mm, Chances are, yeah. Even if I go to France, someone over there is gonna speak English to me. 
it's a different it's a very different thing yeah yeah oh, i reckon i reckon for sure it was super powerful um yeah so let's oh my god uh, <laughs> i just i just went to the the document and yeah. I can see that you have bleached the sentence oh, as well damn. about the <laughs> I didn't mean to bleach it. I just I just tried to highlight it, but it turned to bleach. It's a curse. Lose curse. Is Same effect. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I wanted to talk to you about the the ending as well because you were like, I'm, I'm not sure about if you. I'm very not sure it about it. Yeah. Really, just... I want to know why. I want to know why. Maybe it's just ingrained in me to not, not not that I don't understand endings like this, but mm-hmm. they always just seem to suddenly happen, and I'm like, it feels like yeah. um, imagine you go to a restaurant, and they're like, it's gonna be a five course meal, and you get midway through course two, and suddenly they're like, all right, time for dessert. What? All right, cool, we're leaving. Okay, cool, we're going home. I guess it feels like. It just gets jerked it's, to a net. It, it feels rushed. It, yeah, it didn't seem like things were slowly unraveling and then he got to an end point and he stopped because the scene before that is him suddenly showing up in France. Apparently he could afford a ticket to France even though he sold all his, sold all his shit and bought like implants. Mm. And then he goes to like, I guess her dad's house. Suddenly they have the party and she... There's the awkward singing, and then they have the weird scene where they like cry together in the bed. And the next scene, it looks like he's leaving, like leaving, like going away. Cause he gets his bag I think again. He is. And then he goes he out, is. and then he sits down, and then he kind of just ruminates on things, which I, to me seemed like him coming to terms with what's going on and going. May, maybe the scene before was actually a breakup scene, and I didn't realize it. Because sometimes it goes that way, where one person says one definitive thing. Others is another definitive thing. They cry together. Maybe they just stay together for that night. And then the next day he's like, well, you, where you are in your life right now, I can't follow you. Like me being at that party, it told me that I can't be in your life anymore because like, I don't know. It just, it can't, it can't be the way it was. So I got to go and like, you know, live my life the way I can now so I, he went and then he took off the um he took them off right the implants yeah yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. took them off oh, not the implants so but the, the he has the implants the, implanted yeah. but the actual device yeah 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 so yeah he takes them off and he kind of just sits there and it, i guess to me it looks like it's him just accepting what is and that's where he'll go from there which yeah. i guess now i say it, it makes way more sense but i think when you first see it in, in like film context you're just like huh what oh it's the end okay cool I think saying, yeah. it out, saying it out loud definitely helped. <laughs> saying it out loud definitely helped. Because I feel like um, when you finish a movie, you don't always get it. It's also been a, a few weeks now. So I've kind of been sitting on this thing and not really having anyone to like, talk to it about. So maybe now it's, mm. everything's falling into place. So I might actually do a 180 and say, cool. <laughs> the ending worked. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, felt it, I felt it worked. I do uh, think I understand like the abrupt nature of it. Like it's this, just yeah. like... But at the same time, like, I think that kind of thing, there was a lot building up to it. Like, it's obviously, like, it's the thesis of kind of, like, what he was learning at the um, uh, shelter, yeah. at the, the shelter, basically, mm. with, uh, was it Joe? That was mm. the character's name, yeah. Uh, with, with him trying to get Ruben to sit in silence and just accept things for what they are. Like, that was, like, the whole 
essentially like the the goal that was the goal yeah so he could be at peace essentially um uh and he finally he finally got that after like you know he did the exact opposite he searched he went the other direction he was like no i need this back and what he got just wasn't you know it it wasn't desirable or careful what you wish for yeah, essentially that was it was that kind of situation and yeah, like he he went back to Lou and they had that party and he was just yeah, he wasn't able to be present in that moment. Mm, like yeah. like the <laughs> the implants or the device ended up having the opposite effect of taking him way out of the situation. Yeah. Um Whereas, like, uh, like throughout the movie, when he's like uh, with the with the kids in the in that class, mm-hmm. um, he's having a great time at at, he's at way points. More present, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's he's directly in that moment. He's doing something, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I guess like where he feels fulfilled and stuff, and yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's just it's just like. I think that that is like yeah the, the point of the movie is the ending in a way like he got to yeah that makes sense yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. also kind of um, sad when um what broke my heart when he finally got the implants and he finally got to hear for the first time what it'll sound like with them and it sounded tinny as hell and he was like yeah is it gonna be this way and then i think she explains something about like oh it's like tricking your brain and thinking yada 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 so give it a while and it should probably smoothen out but logically think about it you're not gonna have the exact same quality of hearing you had with your actual with your actual just ears it's mm. going to be synthetic. It's going to be artificial. You're going to hear, it's going to just sound like a really bad phone call the whole time. And then yeah, I think that's when he began to go, fuck, it seems like all of this wasn't really like, like I think um, Ruben's expectation of what was going to happen when he got the implants wasn't steeped in like reality. Maybe no one explained to him, yeah, you're going to get your hearing back, but it's not going to be the way it is now it's going to be like basically a synthetic version of what you hear now which mm. i don't think anyone really explained too much or even if they did he probably was still stuck in the you know get back to live, get hearing back go drumming and then that's the only loop, only loop he had and then he finally got yeah. there and he's like this is not what i expected this is not what i wanted this is not like like you know it's like yeah you can see the disappointment in his in his eyes when he first heard and he's like yeah i mean he he had to make that work because he sold all his stuff you know like to to make that happen like he believed that that was his only option yeah so yeah and joe was there going um um um, here at this place we don't we don't try to buy into this whole fixing our hearing we're not here to fix our hearing we're here just to yeah be at one with it understand it basically you know and be like a community and yeah function with it yeah. just you know we're yeah. not trying to like um fix our hearing because basically um it's um what i understand about hearing loss all the movie understand tells me about, about hearing loss is once it's gone it's gone it's not yeah. gonna heal it's not like um i think i actually had a chat about this with the customer at work where they did like a hearing test and I'm like, the funny thing about hearing is it's not the kind of thing where the more you hear, the stronger your ears get. It's kind of the opposite. 
the more you hear, your ears actually begin to wear down, and that's it. Yeah. You don't they, they don't rebuild, and suddenly you can hear everything ever again. If you, if anything, like when like what's called the more you hear, then the different pitches that you can hear begin to like kind of like become less and less and less, and maybe now you can't hear any high pitches, you can't hear any low pitches, and there's never a way to get it back. So the doctor mm. was like, "Whatever you're doing now, that's gonna stress your ears out." don't do it like you're better off like just not doing anything right now until we figure out what's gonna what's gonna happen next and of course ruben does the exact opposite and he just goes and plays a metal show where he's the drummer you know the one you know the one with the loudest instrument that doesn't need an amp (laughs) Mm. so he's just going off and his ears and his ears are just getting worse and worse so he kind of you know he's always been in this movie the kind of person to go then the opposite of whatever the um what's the word whatever the advice is ruben mm. goes don't try and fix your hearing and he's just like cool and then he just goes and tries to fix his hearing and then ultimately what happens is he finds out that he probably would have been happier if he just accepted what happened and moved on and tried to move on from that point then to make the mistake but i guess sometimes to get to the point where you understand shit you need to like exhaust all options or yeah it depends what kind of like yeah i guess like personality you have and yeah what kind of attitude you yeah you have when it when it comes to this stuff but i don't know like everyone would handle it their own way yeah i feel like because his life with lou seemed to be like all he had the thought Mm. that he's probably gonna lose that made him go i'm gonna try everything in my power to get that back but i think even when lou found out found out i think she understood she's like this isn't gonna continue this is not. Mm. This is not going to be a thing. When he's like, "Oh, you can live with live in the RV near the compound," and she's like, "No, <laughs> this is. Uh, it's better that we start to move on now." I think she understood. She tried to move on from yeah, much the head of the as curve. soon yeah. as she could, because <clears throat> unfortunately, I guess mental health um, self harm warning. The, the one of the first things I saw about Lou was the fact that she had scars on her arm, which means you know mm. things in the past were at a stage where they were so hard to deal with that that was the only thing she could do which Mm. means if things are begin to spiral down to that stage again which she says if you hurt yourself i'll hurt myself too we need to separate we need to make distance we need to go and start healing separately because you know you're in a shit spot which is going to put me in a shit spot and then i can't help you and you can't help me because you're already doing your own thing and i'm dealing, dealing with my own thing it's better I go to Paris, start again. She, I think she literally started again. Like she, yeah, she's she was like performing her like in, in a different kind of context. She, she didn't go and find a new drummer. She just had like um like a sound like I think a loop station. It's just her on a carpet with a loop station, and she changed her hair and the whole aesthetic just changed. She did like a whole turnaround. Whereas Ruben was over mm. there, kind of staying in one spot, trying to go back to the way things were. And when they finally got together. They like they couldn't see. They seemed like different people. Like she seemed like yeah. someone completely different. For one, her eyebrows had fucking color, so she was like you know a whole new person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I had to, I had to bring it up. <laughs> you had to bring it back. Yeah, when, yeah. When, yeah. When Ruben's like, "You look different," I'm like, "Yeah, bro, I can see her fucking eyebrows now. <laughs> you can see her emotions when she looks angry. You can actually tell because they're gonna go down." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just eyebrows. I don't mean it with malice. I love you guys. 
I think uh, I was gonna say, what do you think of the other scene that was probably like? This is the one about the movie title, which is when he's playing. I think it. Uh, I can't actually remember. Was it on a, a playground? Yeah, it was on the. Yeah, it was on the metal slide. Yeah, on the slide. And he's with that kid, connecting with that kid, and and doing the drums basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was just one kid or a bunch of kids. I can't. It remember was. Now. There was one specific. Kid I know there was like one kid that he kept connecting with. Like they had the focus on that that kid, but yeah. Um, yeah. I think that kid was meant to be like a reflection of him because that kid was yeah. kind of angsty, kind of... I'm not sure if the kid was angry. Maybe it's because sometimes kid acting is very hard to interpret. <laughs> Maybe he was going for angry and I couldn't see it. But he seemed like the more unsettled, restless kind of kid, which is why him and he got sent to the playground in the first place and Ruben got sent there with him. And then the only time of silence they had was when he was like banging. They were both hitting the slide and then, you know... I guess this this is the part you got to say some pretentious thing about the sound of metal and and how it affected him and yada yada yada. I just took it as that was a nice scene where they just began to connect and like you know go yeah. There's still things you can enjoy despite not hearing. Like yeah, exactly. Think, yeah, like I think him being a drummer was probably like the best possible instrument for a character in this movie because if he was a guitarist like look drums you hear you feel like basically you know when you like feel it in your in in your body like yeah yeah, it goes like through your whole body the same thing when you hit the thing you can just feel it because it goes it travels up your arm you can just feel it like you can hear vibrations in your head without having to physically hear whatever is producing the sound which is why when you're in mm. a club and you're next to a speaker go you just feel it like you know hitting you like yeah also similar thing to when the class was like around a piano a piano is a percussive instrument it's like little hammers hitting nails so it's all about vibration so they could just mm. like stand there with their hands on the piano and still feel it so i guess yeah like yeah it's like it's like it's still there, like yeah, like yeah. The, it's not like he still violin. still in his life, yeah. Yeah, which I thought, misleadingly, I thought that was the point. I thought he was going to lose his hearing and then just continue on as just a deaf drummer. I thought mm-hmm. that was what the movie was going to be: him just him losing his hearing and them going, "We can't continue me- making music." And he's like, "No, I can because when it comes to drums, I can feel it. I can still feel it. I would just, mm-hmm. you know." I'll become the metronome to everyone else and you guys just follow me because I can still play drums as that's well what, as I that's could. What he said. That's what he said early in the movie. Yeah, that's what I thought I was going to go to and then it didn't yeah. go there at all. The, the band yeah. just stopped. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think, I guess, the sound of metal... I, I always have trouble putting the titles to the meanings, to the scene where it happens. It's like It's like when you listen to an album... And then the then the artist says the name of the album in the song, and then your brain goes, "Well, there's got to be a connection here. What's the connection?" Really deep, and you're like, "No." Sometimes that's literally just it. Like I think, oh, what happened, Ruth? Like let's say, um, it's like an album is coming like, to mind. It's like imagine trying to like analyze every time Kanye says Jesus. Well, say- I mean, we know what he means. 
okay. on that album. We know. That's true. Um, That's true. We know. <laughs> well, maybe not even maybe not even album. Maybe even like in a song if they say the title of the song in the song. Mm. And you're like, what does it mean? You know, sometimes that's so yeah, yeah like uh, name, with naming and stuff, I reckon that's like uh it's all case by case. Like it depends like how much the artist put behind it. Like they might just mm-hmm. like sometimes there are some songs that like are literally just called something completely random yeah. and it's just that's the, it is what it is and then sometimes it's like oh, okay this is either a bar in the song that has like a lot of meaning or like uh i don't know like uh, yeah know, man. what, what is, they just mentioned it's just the hook that's the hook what does Andrew <laughs> mean when he says how do how do i look at my do right what does it mean well this is the name of the song <laughs> 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 When it comes to serious movies, you just go off on a rant. I don't know how the whole Thundercat uh, came up, but yeah. Speaking of, like, uh, I guess him hitting the thing, the way they do you sound in the movie is like, it's really interesting, which I guess mm. considering like the second he begins to lose his hearing, things begin, like, actually, no, for me, I think the change was when they, I think he started going to classes and in the classes, they began to slowly get him out of the habit of talking. Like, yes, deaf people may speak while they're like, you know, trying to communicate with you. Like they do make sound with their mouth. Depending, mm. I, I assume it's like contextual, depending on what's happening. I'm not sure if it's like for the person hearing to give them a better idea of what they mean, or I mean, it would, it would have to be, or maybe it's like, you know, remnants of when they used to talk all the time. And it's like, you know, sometimes it just helps them accentuate the point. But um, yeah, yeah. There's a part where he be, they begin to go, don't don't talk. No no sound. You're no longer in the in places where you need to make a sound to get to like to communicate. So he and then there's this whole mo- a montage of like just there's no there's it, whenever there's talking, there's I'm not mm-hmm. even talking. Whenever they go to like to the, the that dinner table, it's just that dinner table. Yeah, that scene was awesome. It's like there is sounds, yeah. but they're not words, and it's mostly just like. The sounds of them actually, um, um, I guess, communicating in sign language and the plates and and it's just, it's we. It was weird for Ruben the first time he saw it, as weird as it was for us, because he's looking around and everyone's just like, it's not even like they're taking a while to to communicate in sign language. They were going quick fire, just having conversation on conversation across the table, different layers, talking to everyone at the same time. And he was just like, Jesus Christ, this is a. Mm. It's the same as if people were just talking. It's just in a different... It's like going to France and never speaking in French. And they're speaking very fast. So obviously you, everything's crazy fast-paced. But if, you went, if you're in the same situation, but it was in English, you'd understand it perfectly. Mm. Yeah. No, I reckon uh, that's, that's... Like, just, yeah, I don't know. Just throughout the movie, the way they handled the sound, like, was just awesome. Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they nailed it on the head. Like, and I, they, ha- they had to, like, to yeah, get even the though point they of had it. to, they still, they still did it pretty fucking well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Any, any other key things you wanted to mention about key the movie? Things? I didn't mention anything yet. Yeah, urgent yeah. to say. Urgent. Okay, cool. You know how Riz Ahmed <laughs> fucking fucking killed it in this movie? Like he did so freaking well. All right, two things about that actually. First thing, mm-hmm. quickly. Riz Ahmed deserved better than Venom. We're just going to say it. We all knew it. I was excited. I haven't seen it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. You don't need to. You don't need to. You don't need to. I, don't need to. I know I don't need to. Do you care to. about Venom? 
Do you care? Uh, conceptually, I care about Venom if it was done well, yes. <laughs> well, you ain't going to win this. And all I need to know is that Eminem is attached to, to Venom, and I just know. Gotta get him. Venom. Venom. <laughs> but yeah, like um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I was excited when when when, when I didn't I didn't did I know I knew Rizzo was gonna be in Venom, so I saw it because I like him in like pretty much everything else I've seen him in. Was he in um Nightcrawler? He's a Nightcrawler. He's really really good in that movie. And I don't uh, remember like him in Nightcrawler, but I think it's because I haven't seen Nightcrawler since it came out. Hold up, let me check this before I pull out some racist shit. And it wasn't Rizzo Ahmed, and it was someone else. Please, 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 please. Yeah, it was Nightcrawler. Cool. No, but I, I just, yeah, I barely remember Nightcrawler. That's all. Like, I, I it's a weird movie. Angle, it. it's a fucking weird. Yeah, no, movie. it was really creepy and stuff. But, and he was yeah. good in it. Anyway, so I like mm-hmm. Rizzo Ahmed as an actor. He's like, you know, one of those people where you see him in a cast and you're like, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be mm-hmm. good. Or at least he's gonna be good. He was the best part. He wasn't even best part. He couldn't even salvage Venom. That's how bad Venom was. <laughs> and Riz Ahmed and Tom Hardy can't fix your trash trip in the movie. Anyway, and then past past that, this is once again let's go into Cloud's pet peeve. Just make it like, make it a section at this point because I have so many. I think it's because I realized this in real life as well. As so, Riz Ahmed plays Ruben. Ruben has many tattoos. Tattoos, as most of society or people, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. society, society, we <laughs> live in a society. No, um, people in society, or at least people in our I generation, we uh, we understand tattoos are cool. Tattoos add character. Tattoos make you seem more interesting, more attractive, more deep. Yada 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 yada. And I'm slowly beginning to amass, you know, my collection of art on mm-hmm. my body, which mm-hmm. is exciting. It's amazing. It bothers me so much when people have lots of tattoos and they're just ugly. <laughs> you know how how much your mother they had the whole the No, I don't. I, I will tell you right now, I do not. Anyway, um... <laughs> not even how much your mother, how people throw back to you know misogynistic society. You know that whole oh every like, if you see a group of girls, they all seem hot until you look at them individually. Or if you see a group of guys, uh, well, they all seem hot to see them individually. Tattoos, mm-hmm. same deal. Sometimes you look at the person as a whole and go, you're tatted as hell, man. I bet you those tattoos are cool. And then you just see what they have and you're like, I'm going to find a picture. Because he had a bunch of tattoos that I'm just like, these are ugly as shit. <laughs> no. Which so was, the, the tattoo budget was just like that's what they slapped. The, the fact that <laughs> someone had to go to he had to go to makeup every day and go and have someone tattoo the shit on him, and he just looks um. Let's see, sound of metal. Tattoos. Oh I got to look at this shit. Cool. Um, got a bone to pick with the eyebrows. Got a bone to pick with the tattoos. Aesthetics are. I don't know. I'm not getting like a clean shot of any of the tattoos here, but like, there's just you know when like people have like he had something on his on his finger on his fingers that had like it was some you know edgy. I think they're all like just I don't know. They all seem like they're, they're, he got he got the idea to have them on a whim in someone's basement. Most of them are probably sticking pokes and like, oh man, I just want like a picture off of poop on my arm and your friend's like, yeah, man, let's do it. And then, and then that decision happens. Because like, life is shit. 
Exactly. <laughs> and then like that decision happens like 30 more times and you're like, now I've got lots of tattoos. And you're like, yeah, but they all are, ugh. Like, it's like, remember how when we reacted to, to like Jared Leto's tattoos as the Joker and you're like, these just... Oh god, let's not bring up Jared Leto as like damaged let's, along let's... the forehead or like ha 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 on the sides. It's like oh. that it's that same level where I'm like, dude, you could have done better. We well, I, done... I didn't I didn't notice it. Like it, it, I just simply didn't notice. I think it's just me. Uh, I think so it's just a thing that I you have. You have an eye for it. I have an eye not an eye, it's just a pet peeve where someone has a billion <laughs> tattoos and they're all just ugly as hell. Like you could I think my argument is always you can put something on your body. And you chose this. Like, imagine if I had nothing but tattoos with like just a stick figure in a dunce hat, and you're like, "This is what you chose." <laughs> you could have had anything. You could have had a dragon. You could have had a pixie. You could have had a mermaid. You could have had mountains. You could have had like cool clouds or like a like a like a, a flower with like funky colors. But you chose poop. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, hey man, like, like I got, I got them pet peeves. I got, I got them. You got them poop peeves. This, 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 uh, this is a you're message. really anti poop tattoo. This is a message to society. <laughs> Get better tattoos, man. Don't yeah, be surprised. Yeah. We we can't be like, oh, no one likes us in interviews when, when we we have tattoos showing. If your tattoo is a poop, no should I hire you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd rather hire the plain playing Jane and hire the man with the poop tattoo on him. It's like um in Baby Driver where the where the guy's like, oh why do you have hat on your neck? It's like, oh yeah, it used to be hate, but I got the E taken off to make my job chances better. It's like how's that going? Who doesn't like hats? <laughs> Forget about that. Uh... I love how he's got like weird takes about things that don't even matter in the movie, but I I give him as much like Really Energy specific. Yeah, yeah. Equal opportunity, baby. Equal opportunity. You gotta go hard, regardless of what the hell you're doing. Um, exactly. Exactly. Cool. All right. That's something. Right. Something that is actually important to the movie. I like representation-wise how mm-hmm. they play this weird, unhinged, angry, screaming ass music. And that's them, and the movie doesn't make make it weird that they do. They just do. Let's normalize yeah. weird ass music and and that bands play in movies. Because when you think of bands playing songs in movies, you think of like first of course my first thing is Scott Pilgrim. They play like you know lots of like punk indie rock stuff like that. People already listen to that. That's normal. That's fine. No one's gonna listen to Scott Pilgrim and go ew the fuck's this music that like you know whenever we talk mm-hmm. about like fictional music it's you know it's pretty easy to guess what they're gonna play but then this is like weird as fuck and i love it like i'm not i wouldn't listen to it fuck no i <laughs> that would never find its, <laughs> that would never find its way into my spotify but i like the idea that they chose it to be i know it does it does also kind of go into the plot because of the kind of people that they are the backstory that they have like you know the lifestyle that they that they that they lead it makes sense that they'd play noise rock because n- no one of a sound state of mind is going to play noise rock. It's like, if I'm going to translate the sounds in my brain onto paper and the sounds in my brain are loud and abrasive as hell, it's probably going to come out like noise rock. There's going to be a lot of emotion and yelling 
and lots mm. of like poetry and crazy drums and droning guitars and stuff like that. And I'm like, cool. It makes sense. It makes stylistic and plot sense the style of music that they play. It's not if 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 they were like playing 2000s pop punk. <laughs> It wouldn't make any sense to me. Where it's like you went, you went deaf from playing Blink One Eighty Two. That is, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes sense that you'd go deaf playing like the loudest, angriest shit that you can. So I, I guess I'm just happy from like a representation standpoint that they have like weird music. Because maybe somebody watched this movie and went, "What's that? I want to see what that is." And then they found like noise rock and they found like a new band they liked or something like that yeah yeah no definitely great we we like those like early guitar hero tony hawk days where like you know media shows you something you probably didn't think about before then suddenly you're like wow i love that yeah apparently i like xyz style of music yeah 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 for sure for sure yeah like need to be the most wanted two had like some snoop dogg version of riders on the storm by um the doors so now whenever i hear that song i just think of the snoop (laughs) (laughs) for me i think my uh, my soundtrack that i always think of is probably tony hawk's pro skater 3 that's like the one that like is implanted in my brain yeah for sure for sure multiple tony hawk soundtracks are in in this brain that's where i found like Tony so Tony Hawk games burnout. Um weirdly enough, like a FIFA game, it had like um Yeah. Are you Which one? That, um I forget. I think it was 09. Were you familiar with I that had one? that one, so I might I might know it, but I don't know. Do you know um, um you know Gorillas? Yeah. Um nine I think it's nineteen two thousand for like Soul Child remix, I think it's called it's the music uh, okay. It's the music that we choose. I think that's I'd have to listen to it now. Yeah, it's been so long, and I don't think I played that game too much. (laughs) I went. I went on to like the EA like music player they had on the old school games, and took off every song and kept that one song, so I played on repeat. But yeah, from a music Mm. standpoint, it's it's. I'm 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 glad they went with something weird because it's a it's a very kind of angry movie sometimes too. So it kind of makes sense that the music that he does play is really yeah no it's all cohesive for sure um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go serious and then dumb then serious then dumb that was serious here's dumb sick um the guy who ran the shelter joe Mm -hmm. i know he wasn't meant to be a villain i know i was meant to like him (laughs) but first thing i noticed about him was like oh you look like um the guy who plays bill in kill bill so my first thought is i don't like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why do you look like you're on your way to shoot Uma Thurman in the head <laughs> and then he steal- does well, he, he low key reminds me of him he um I think he was also yeah I, I saw that before we started recording that he was in Parks and Rec and I don't think he plays he? The, the nicest character I don't know I think it was like a bit character in like one of the earliest seasons an episode about possums I don't know I can't remember I can't remember <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> I could see that. But I don't know. I grew to really like him. Um, I thought you were gonna say he played like other Ron and Prox and Rec. I'm like that definitely was me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I just like something of just the fact he looked like I hate when the actor looks like a villain from something else, and you're like, oh fuck, I hate you. Like, wait, no, but he's actually a nice guy. Like Joe in this was like the most supportive, most 
patient person considering Ruben was being a shit like 99% mm. of the time he's just like he he understood he's like I've I know you're kind I've dealt with this before this is new I understand I understand what you're going through and I'm going to try my best to support you but at the same time there are rules there are limits don't don't make me don't push me to the point that I got to throw you out because yeah. obviously he doesn't which leads again to serious point that um the the fact that I thought originally he was just going to go to just a deaf shelter just any deaf shelter just a mm. place where there's deaf people but no it's like it's very specific thing cuz we never think about the fact that if so, like let's say for instance if somebody was an addict and then they go through then they and then they go through a situation where they got to deal with having a disability chances are they'll relapse because you feel helpless you feel like overwhelmed you feel like the only thing that can help you is that vice that seemed to help you a while back maybe you were sober for a while and this thing happened and you relapsed yeah. or you you you're not a recovering addict but you do go through the situation where you deal with a disability and in an attempt to try and make yourself feel better, maybe you stumble into a situation where drugs become readily available or you think maybe I should I should try this for a while and see if it makes me feel better. And then it does make you feel better or you think it does. And then it becomes a slippery slope and it becomes way worse down the line. Which, Like I think Joe mentioned like he lost his hearing in Vietnam and he came back and he just began to drink like excessively. Yeah. At the point that like he and lost was his like- family. And it wasn't it wasn't the deafness, it was the alcohol, is what he says. Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, Don't blame the deafness. The deafness isn't the thing that, that makes that like made the um like yeah, it's gonna make things harder. It's gonna make things very different, but like very much a don't blame it. Mm. Like um what you call it, don't look at the disability as a problem that needs to be fixed. It's just a it's 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 a circumstance mm. that you're in. What you do while you're in the circumstance is completely up to you. Like some people will go through the exact same thing and try to work through it and that's fine. And then some people might, you know, not do so well. And they're the ones who need help and, you know, and stuff like that. So it's interesting that everyone in that house was a recovering addict. So it's very much like a mixture of like, just like a community and like rehabilitation, like education and trying to like, you know, build up the skills to probably go back into the world and just like work and live your life and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, I think interesting that the angle is it's it's an addict thing because it kind of leads to the part that when he um when Ruben sells his RV and then he goes and then he gets the thing done the um the, the implants cochlear implants yeah, yeah. yeah and then Joe brings up like you're beginning to sound and act like an addict, dude. But it, but the, but the drug wasn't drugs. The drug was probably wanting wanting to go back to the way things were because he began to like, mm. you know, sell things and like act really pretty much like um Irra- like irrational, irrational, immature, and like just making decisions. Mm. Going, oh no, it's all to get to this one end goal. Like, yeah, maybe he's not trying to go and like buy something off someone, but he's trying to get his life back, and that's the thing that's like you know, keeping him going yeah. that, he has, that he has to let go of. So um, Very much like tunnel vision. Like yeah. you, that's all you see that you start to, you know, ruin a bunch of other things. Yeah, exactly. So, so focused on one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So when he brings that up, I'm like, shit, I, I did not think about it there. Where like mm. sometimes addict behavior doesn't necessarily just mean to do with drugs. Some people can have that behavior about anything. It could be about work. Mm. It could be about like, I don't, I don't know 
different things. <laughs> I love how I only have one. It one could be about work or stuff. Yeah. Stuff, mm-hmm. you know, all mm. stuff. Anything that you think, anything that becomes a crutch for you, you can act like an ad- addict while you're trying to like, um, you know, get back to it or get more of it or whatever that is or money or something, something like yeah. that. Yes, 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 yes. Addiction Ooh, comes I in can... all forms. Ooh, I can highlight my um my point about shit tattoos. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> all right, let's 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 let let me try and say this word that I learned in um in in theater class that I'm go- theater and media that I'm gonna butcher because high school was a long time ago and I haven't used this word since. Mise en scène, mise en scène, mise en scène, which I think, if I remember at all, was like everything in the scene. So props um random items stuff in like a scene that like tells like a story like let's say you go into a room if you're shooting a a, a scene of a room and it's a kid's room what about the mise en scene mm-hmm. tells you it's a kid's room you're gonna have bright colors maybe the bedspread covers off like a like you know something like a, like a cartoon he's gonna have like soccer balls or like a basketball hoop or toys lying around like everything in there Sorry. It's yeah. like the culmination or the combination of all these different elements coming together to tell you exactly what you need to know as a viewer. Yeah, like you that, ain't. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You ain't gonna tell me little Tommy likes soccer. All you gotta do is show a fucking soccer ball in the in, in his room. Uh, okay, so it's about showing, not telling. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. And that's kind of like I noticed that about the RV whenever they're inside because there's it's such a small space, but their whole life is in that small space. So everything in there, mm. they have posters of them on magazines and like tour dates and like um the music that they like they have like a whole rack of like records because they like records they have like they have Blender. their blenders because they like blending <laughs> they make they make shit smoothies for, for 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 breakfast they have like their soundboard and speakers there because they're they're in they're um independent they don't have a sound guy they are their sound guy or maybe yeah if they get there the sound guy probably doesn't have a a mix a mixing desk so they gotta bring it in his drums are in there um like you know so much in that it kind of like it's like sometimes you can get more personality about someone from like let's say their room than from the house they live in because everything's all spread out in the house so you, you hmm. can't really tell sometimes what the interests are it might look a little spread and bland but everything since everything's all like compact in this one area you can kind of tell what kind of I guess, life they live. They live a very simple, happy, fulfilled life where it's just the two of them and they're doing what they love and but that's kind of it. And yeah. um, I don't think, I'm not sure if the movie does ever ex- like say the name of their band, but there's posters everywhere of them too. So you go, oh, that's their name. That's the band. <laughs> Stuff like that. Where you don't necessarily have to tell me these things. You can just show them in the scenery and like, you know, Anything my eye falls on tells me a little bit more about them and what and what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Which I just found like, interesting. Got to give props for the props. Ah, straight up, straight up, straight up. Exactly. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I. All right, let's 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 go into silly. I wouldn't let Ruben. I would not let Ruben tattoo me. I don't know something about it. Would. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh if I look God. at my you gotta friend, let this go, man. Oh, you gotta let no. this go. Think about it. Think about it, Dan. You go in for your um, was was the camera? Was the camera? 
Think about it. You go into your, for, for your first tattoo, and your tattoo artist has like ugly ass tattoos. You're just like, I don't like your taste, dude. I don't. Of course, <laughs> of course, he's a fictional character. He... A fictional character with shit tattoos. These are fictional tattoos. I'm kidding. <laughs> Those tattoos are put there on purpose. So that's on. That's on. These them. tattoos are lies. <laughs> the only cool tattoo is the one he did on the girl. That's it. His were all bad. <laughs> Oh my god! It's also like a nice scene between them two because, like, it's nice seeing him interact with people in the shelter and just kind of in a normal way. Mm. He's like, "Hey, I can tattoo." She's like, "I want to tattoo of a naked girl on my on, on my back." And it's like, "Cool, let's go." And there was this, there wasn't no weirdness about it. He, they were just like yeah, laughing about nice. it. And it's like, "Cool, yeah. let's do it." Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I wonder if they do good tattoo aftercare in that shelter. I didn't see no one put no antiseptic on that. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> It was the miss the the miss on sand was wrong. It was wrong. I saw no <laughs> no aftercare. Nothing, nothing at all. That tattoo's gonna fade, it's gonna peel off. It's gonna get it's gonna get like um infected. Oh my goodness! What a oh my god! Well, that's gonna come in the next movie, I'm sure. The next um, movie, what, metal two. <laughs> what happened? What happened to her tattoo? Oh, it got infected. We had to like amputate her whole shoulder. Man, it's gone. Oh my god. Okay. All right. This took a dark turn. This took a dark turn. Um, let's swerve back to uh, I don't know something nicer. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to go one more topic here. It's um the um let's call it. Speaking of um, speaking of, I don't even know what we're talking about. So there's um scene at the beginning where he makes Lou like um smoothie in the, in the beginning it shows different elements of like the beginning of his day like him making breakfast him making the smoothie what goes in the smoothie all these different things and you hear there's a lot of sound there's the sound of the blender the sound of like him cooking all this stuff and then mm. when he begins to lose his hearing slowly things begin to just go away and i think that's meant to be from his perspective of just like now he can't really hear much like i think you couldn't even hear the blender at all he was just yeah, it was like a, a great like storytelling device to show that point of comparison to have yeah, him exactly. do the same thing twice. Yeah, yeah, of him just realizing like, okay, things are things are definitely different now. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> this is the terrible topic to do last. This should be the first topic. <laughs> I should start. We should start. I should so start. Closing thoughts. Closing uh, thoughts. The, the first blender. Thing was <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring up the blender. <laughs> Blend is a very important character. Yawn. I shouldn't be no, up this early. It's like, it's, like, it's like 12 minutes to midday. I'm, I'm all right. I should be okay. You'll be, you'll be all right. Well, yeah. overall, this, is, this, this, this movie was great. It was mm-hmm. a little depressing, a little mm-hmm. frustrating at times because, of course, when you're dealing with a character who's a bit more on the erratic side, you got to feel very... Oh God! Don't do that! Oh God! Don't yeah. do that! And you know, it's just kind of Ruben. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Ruben, just, just, just accept the job at the shelter. You're having. You're, you're doing good. You're fun. You're happy. You're fulfilled. And yeah, it's movie made me um a bit paranoid about losing my hearing, as as movies like this do. So, uh, let's 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 hope I take better care of my ears now. Let's all take you, better care of will. our ears. That's all. Yes. Especially exactly. when the pandemic goes away, we're going to hella concerts. Take care of your ears. Don't do a concert a day. Your ears would not be happy about that. <laughs> no, they will not. Like I don't they care if Anderson Pack's playing five shows in a row. You shouldn't too. He has earplugs on stage. 
That's true. Or yes. in ears or whatever. Also, touring artists, take care of yourself. Yes, Anderson Pack, don't play five. Don't play five shows in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, all righty. I think that's all we have to say. I think that's on the it. Sound of that's metal. The, that's the. That's the. Not the sound of metal. It's sound of metal. Uh, okay, this mm. is all we have to say on sound of metal. Uh, does that sound better to you? Yeah, like? better, yeah. <laughs> let, 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 let's not add those to things that don't have those. I don't call it the Spider-Man 2. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know where this is coming from. It's coming from the sound of music. Okay. We I think it is. Yeah. Context. <laughs> sure, I haven't seen the that. Reason, the motive. <laughs> I haven't seen the sound of music. Because apparently there's, yes. there's like sudden Nazis and I don't think I'm ready for that. No one's ever been ready for sudden Nazis, okay? Uh, let's, <laughs> Nobody yeah. expects the sudden Nazis. Uh, okay. Uh, why do we end the podcast mentioning Nazis? We're sorry. We apologize for the Nazi mention. Um, so back to signing off. Signing off? It's time sign. to sign off. You ready? All right. Let's sign off. Social right. media spiels. Go. So you can follow us at the bounce off on Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a, a heart, you know, slash like. Comment on uh, what you want to see on our post. We'll always be, you know, sharing uh, what movie, what episode we just did. If you want to, you know, see the, like, see, have us talk about the next thing, then just comment and because we'd like to know. And uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Let's just leave it to Instagram for this mm-hmm. week. Yeah, why not? At the bounce off. Yes. Alrighty. So this has been the bouncer with sound of metal and we'll catch up next week. Hopefully <laughs> we'll see how we go. No promises. Hopefully we'll be all right. No promises. No promises. Uh, we'll see you again. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, 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 bye. Stop. <laughs>